happy day Rosario Garcia with Y Jesus happy new year to all of you I hope that you're feeling God's love that you are feeling positive about a new beginning this year and that um, you work very hard every day to see the positive in every single day there's always good things to find in the midst of chaos and confusion so I am thrilled to be with you to start a new um, section this year. We just finished the Book of Mormon last year, uh, the second witness of Jesus Christ here in the American continent. So this year we are studying a section called Doctrine and Covenants. Um, and I'm also going to venture, because I did not do this the year prior, um, when this whole Come Follow Me started, we started with the New Testament. And I really wish that I would have done that as a podcast, and I did not. So I'm going to venture out this year to switch between the New Testament and Doctrine and Covenant. So I will do two podcasts a day, uh, one from the New Testament and then one from Doctrine and Covenants. And you'll really see how all these books just testify of the Savior uh, in different ways and verifiable with what you find in the Bible. So welcome all of you. I'm thrilled that I get to learn uh, on a daily basis and that I get to share my thoughts and feelings with you. I am by most certainty not an expert, not a scriptorian. Uh, don't have a title of any kind to do what it is I'm doing on this podcast. So if you are an expert, take it easy on me. Don't tear me apart. I'm simply just sharing what is most sacred and important to me in my life and that of my families, hoping that you will get something, a little nugget that may help you feel the love of God, that may help you feel blessed, and may help you find the sunshine and positive things in this confusing world. So with that being said, the Come Follow Me manual is found in three ways. One, you can purchase the book at Desert Books um, for Doctrine and Covenants for this year. Or you can go into um, the app for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and download it and um, do a search for the Come Follow Me manual. Make sure that you are in the right year and it should say Doctrine and Covenants. And the week that we are covering currently is the week of December 28th through January Third, So, uh, this particular section is called Hearken, O Ye People, and is covering Doctrine and Covenant Section 1. So, Chapter 1, and I must say, this is like probably my most favorite chapter, just because God and Jesus Christ make it very clear who is talking to us themselves no one else not another prophet not another servant they themselves are talking to us 
and so I love it when I can find sections where they are just speaking directly to all of us. So the third way that you can find this section is by going into um, um, online to lds.org. Uh, you do a search for the Come Follow Me manual or under Libraries Find It. Then go to Doctrine and Covenants Section 1, week of December 28th through January 3rd. So here we are. I am excited to dive right into this because once again, you will see the relevance in our daily life, how this touches upon what we are going through exactly in our world, in our country. So um, God is just preparing us on how to deal with what's to come. And so I hope that you take that uh, purposely uh, as something that will be guiding you throughout the remaining of your time here on earth and helping you figure out how to best talk to God about everything that's going on around us. So uh, let's dive right in. Uh, Doctrine and Covenants 1, Hearken, O Ye People. Um, I am going to read uh, the summary of it because they do a better job than I do. Uh, and then they've uh, divided this whole section into four different topics. The first one is called, The Lord Invites Me to Search These Commandments. The second, God speaks through His servants and His words will be fulfilled. Third, if I am humble, the Lord's chastening can lead me to repent. And fourth, the Lord restored His gospel to help me face the challenges of the latter days. So there you have it. It couldn't be more appropriate to us than what we're currently facing. So let us go ahead and read that preface. Um, it says, Think of Doctrine and Covenants 1 as the Lord's personal introduction to this book of His Latter-day Revelations. What does He want you to know about the Doctrine and Covenants? Ponder this question and write down any impressions. In November 1831, the Restored Church of Jesus Christ was just a year and a half old. Though growing, it was still an obscure group of believers living in a sparsely settled frontier, led by a prophet in his mid-twenties, but God considered these believers to be his servants and his messengers, and he wanted the revelations he had given them to be published to the world. Doctrine and Covenants section 1 is the Lord's preface to the compilation of these revelations, and it clearly shows that even though the membership of the, of the church was small. There was nothing small about the message God wanted his saints to share. It is a voice of warning for all the inhabitants of the earth, teaching them to repent and establish God's everlasting covenant. The servants carrying this message are the weak and the simple, but humble servants are just what God needs then and now, to bring his church out of obscurity and out of darkness. 
there you go and I can truly testify that it is the weak and simple people of the world that are bringing this message all around the world you might have seen some of them out there these are the young men with white shirts and a black name tag um, uh, that says the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The the young men are called elders, and then the young women are called sisters. And so they go, the boys leave for two years uh, to go preach the gospel, and the, the young women go for a year and a half. There's also elderly couples and the single uh, elderly men and women so I had the privilege of doing one of these missions and I wouldn't not have changed it for the world so grateful that I had the desire to serve and to go learn more about my Savior and to go um, spread that joy with other people in the great state of Tucson, Arizona, um, Las Cruces, New Mexico, and part of El Paso, El Paso Texas. So, um, so grateful that just changed my life forever, completely. So, um, I am going to dive right in into the section, um, reading a few verses on the first part, um, so the, the preface said that this is the Lord's um, preface of the compilation of these revelations, and this is what he says about it. So let me read that to you. It says, And the voice of warning shall be unto all people by the mouth of my disciples, whom I have chosen in these last days. And verily I say unto you that they go forth bearing these tidings unto the inhabitants of the earth. To them, and power, to them is power given to seal both on earth and in heaven the unbelieving and the rebellious, that mine everlasting covenant might be established. So I love that. And then he says what the purpose is. The purpose is that the fullness of my gospel might be proclaimed to the weak and the simple by the weak and the simple unto the ends of the world and before kings and rulers and also those to whom these com commandments were given might have power to lay the foundation of the church and to bring it forth out of obscurity and out of darkness the only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth with which i the lord am well pleased speaking unto the church collectively and not individually this is a powerful um, scripture here. Uh, it's the Lord speaking to us directly, telling us that it's his desire and work to send the fullness of his gospel to be proclaimed to the world by the small and simple weak people in the world and for them to lay the foundation of the church and he calls it the only true and living church upon the face of the earth. Um, and he says, I am well pleased speaking to the church collectively and not individually. What that means to me is the 
whole church collectively. The entity is perfect. The people in it are not. So individually, we are not perfect. We don't live the gospel the way we should. Therefore, we are bad examples of the church many times. And a lot of people judge the church by our bad examples rather than by the whole entity and the, the whole structure of it. Um, it's the exact same church that Jesus had when he established it himself among his apostles. Um, exactly the same, but as you guys know, there was an apostasy, everything fell away, and then he restored it back again uh, in these latter days for you and I. And so, but I love that he says, I the Lord. Um, so he's telling you, he's not occupying anybody to tell you that this is the true church. It's he himself saying so. And then he tells you how to find out for yourself as well. So we are going to go um, into the first section. The Lord invites me to search these commandments. Why? Let's find out. It says, a preface introduces a book. It identifies a book's themes and purposes and helps readers prepare to read. As you read section one, the Lord's preface to the Doctrine and Covenants, um, look for the themes and purposes of the Lord gave for his revelations. Um, this will help you get the most benefit from your study of the Doctrine and Covenants. It says, for example, you might want to ponder what it means to hear the voice of the Lord in these revelations or search these commandments. So we're going to read a verse here. Uh, verse 6 says, Behold, this is mine authority and mine authority and the authority of my servants and my preface unto the book of my commandments, which I have given them to publish unto you, O inhabitants of the earth. So he's speaking to the whole earth, not just to the members of this church. Uh, verse 14, And the arm of the Lord shall be revealed, and the day cometh that they who will not hear the voice of the Lord, neither the voice of his servants, neither give heed to the words of the prophets and apostles, shall be cut off from among the people. So he wants all of us to hear of it, all of us to decide to choose to follow him, and if not, they shall be cut off. Not a good place to be sincerely and so let's see what this other verse says search these commandments for they are true and faithful and the prophecies and promises which are in them shall all be fulfilled this is the word of God what he says will happen will happen and he's saying that these commandments are true and faithful and these prophecies and promises which are in these books shall all be fulfilled. That's him talking directly to us. This is why I love this section so much. The next section says, God speaks through his servants and his words will be fulfilled. Once again, let me see if I have read some of those verses already. Not all of them. So here we go. Uh, it says, Section 1 begins and ends with God's declaration that he speaks through his chosen servants. 
write down what you learned from these revelations about the Lord and His voice. What do you learn about the Lord's servants? When have you heard the Lord's voice in the voice of His servants? So here we go. Let's see what that is all about. And the voice of warning shall be unto all people by the mouth of my disciples whom I have chosen in these last days. And they shall go forth, and none shall stay them, for I the Lord have commanded them. Behold, this is mine authority, and the authority of my servants, and my preface unto the book of my commandments, which I have given them to publish unto you, O inhabitants of the earth, that the fullness of my gospel might be proclaimed by the weak and the simple unto the ends of the world, and before kings and rulers. Behold, I am God, and have spoken it. These commandments are of me, and were given unto me, to my servants, in their weakness, after the manner of their language, that they might come to understanding. What I, the Lord, have spoken, I have spoken, and I excuse not myself, and though the heavens and the earth pass away, my word shall not pass away but shall be all fulfilled, whether by mine own voice or by the voice of my servants. It is the same. Can I just say that is like my favorite passage. What I, the Lord, have spoken, I have spoken, and I excuse not myself. And though the heavens and the earth pass away, my word shall not pass away, but shall all be fulfilled whether by mine own voice or by the voice of my servants, it is the same. Wow, that is so powerful. The Lord just tells it like it is. No beating around the bush, no second guessing, no justification, no nothing. All of his words will be fulfilled. And so I love that verse 38 is one of my favorites for that very reason. The next section, if I am humbled, the Lord's chastening can lead me to repent. How so very important this is for our salvation and for us to receive all the blessings, especially at this difficult time in our lives. So it says, notice that. The Lord said that people's sins and errors would be made known. In one case, this is painful, sorrowful experience, and on the other case, it is instructive. Why are these situations so different? Consider how you react when you become aware of your sins and weaknesses. What qualities do you find? that can help you respond in the right way. What do these verses, along with others, teach you about how the Lord views your weaknesses and sins? Ah, it's scary, quite actually. Let's see how he deals with that. Um, let's read verses 3 and then 24 through 28. And the rebellious shall be pierced with much sorrow. For their iniquity shall be spoken upon the housetops, and their secret acts shall be revealed. Unbelievable. Doesn't this scripture just scream what is happening right now? 
that we are all begging for the truth to come out the for the whole world to just know all the corruption that is going on and for all this corruption to be exposed he's telling us it's going to happen there is no if and but or when it will happen i'm feeling pretty confident that it's about to smack all of us in the face and i think all of us will be shocked what we hear so it's best that we prepare with the word of god to strengthen us during this horrible time um, but it's truly magnificent that he says for their iniquity shall be spoken upon the housetops and their secret acts shall be revealed i believe wholeheartedly we're about to witness that so let's see what the other verses say verses 24 through 28 behold i am god and i have spoken it these commandments are of me and were given unto my servants in their weakness after the manner of their language that they might come to understanding and inasmuch as they erred it might be made known and inasmuch as they sought wisdom they might be instructed and inasmuch as they sinned they might be chastened that they might repent and inasmuch as they were humbled they might be made strong and blessed from on high and blessed from on high and receive knowledge from time to time so guys how magnificent is it that he's telling us that if we make mistakes we will know what those mistakes are uh, and if we seek, seek wisdom we will be instructed and if we um, sin we are going to be chastened um, so that we can repent and change our ways and if we are humble uh, that those weaknesses will be made strong and we will be blessed from on high to receive knowledge from the almighty from time to time so just what you and i are looking for in these days of confusion and chaos i would say and so i love those verses um then the last verses here i believe we've read these but they continue for i the lord cannot look upon sin with the least degree of allowance nevertheless he that repents and does the commandments of the lord shall be forgiven and he that repent repents not from him shall be taken even the light which he has received for my spirit shall not always strive with man saith the lord of hosts so word of warning right he's telling us he does not allow sin before him so we are being given a chance to repent and if we do repent it will all be forgiven and i can attest he has kept his word on that he's forgiven me for my oodles oodles of mistakes and sins and i felt his ever embracing love and forgiveness for all of that and i no longer carry it as a burden like i used to so thank god 
for my Savior Jesus Christ who paid the price for my sins. And the last verse, And he that repents not from him shall, the, shall be taken even the light which he has received. For the Spirit of God will not always strive with man. What a sad day that is when we might have been better at a certain time in our lives and following God and we felt his goodness and enlightenment and then we stepped away from that and uh, if we don't come back with full purpose of heart we will be stripped of all the light and knowledge that he ever gave us and we will be left to ourselves to fight things off on our very own without the heavenly help that he can give us so I hope and pray that you and I choose not to go there that we choose not to be rebellious because that is a high price to pay um, if we don't so may the Lord give us strength to overcome um, then the last part of the section here let's see um, he also mentions on Proverbs 3, 11 to 12, I love this part. Um, it goes along with what we just read on Doctrine and Covenants. It says, My son, despite not the chastening of the Lord, neither be wary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. So, we chasten um, our children when they're wrong. We correct them because we love them. And so God does the same thing with you and I. And Ether 12.27, mm, another one of my favorite scriptures. I do have many favorite scriptures, but I have to read this one just because I have put this one to the test endlessly. And he has kept his word to me. And I know how true this scripture has been for me. So it says, And if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then I will make weak things become strong unto them. The very horrible things that I was not good at, that I was so afraid I could never overcome. When I humble myself and threw those before him and put on a plan on how I was going to tackle being weak in certain areas, as I worked through that, he kept his promise to a point where he made those weaknesses one of the strongest parts about my self. Uh, they became talents later on rather than weaknesses. So I am so humbled by the fact that he has delivered on that for me continuously on everything. The last section, my friends, is called The Lord Restored His Gospel to Help Me face the challenges of the latter days so here we go he restored 
he brought this gospel out of obscurity again because he wanted it to help us with our challenges in these last days. Unbelievable that he's such a loving Heavenly Father. So let me read that to you. Although, although um, he warns of distressing days to come, it also contains a uh, reassuring message. I, the Lord, knowing the calamity which should come upon the inhabitants of the earth, called upon my servant Joseph Smith Jr. and spake unto him from heaven. It says, Note the calamities the Lord warned about. What other calamities do you notice in today's world or in your life? And describe what the Lord has done for you in anticipation of these calamities. Consider making a list of what you find. So, let us dive right into those verses which are great um it's a great section i wish i can read it all uh, but let's see here on verse let's see verse 13 through 16 and 35 and the anger of the lord is kindled and his sword is bathed in heaven and it shall fall upon the inhabitants of the earth and the arm of the Lord shall be revealed, and the day cometh that they who will hear the voice of the Lord, neither the voice of his servants, neither give heed to the words of the prophets and apostles, shall be cut off from among the people. For they have strayed from mine ordinances, and have broken mine everlasting covenant. They seek not the Lord to establish his righteousness, but every man walketh on his own way, and after the image of his own God, whose image is in the likeness of the world, and whose substance is that of an idol, which waxeth old and shall perish in Babylon, even Babylon the great, which shall fall. For I am no respecter of persons, and I will that all men shall know that the day speedily cometh, the hour is not yet, but is nigh at hand, when peace shall be taken from the earth, and the devil shall have power over his own dominion. Woe to you and I. We are facing these perilous times right now. We could not be any more in the thick of it than we are. And yet he's saying, Whew, Choose to establish his righteousness. Do it. Do not walk in our own way. Because right now, that's what we're all doing. We're, it says, but every man walketh in his own way and after the image of his own God, whose image is in the likeness of the world. So we're just worldly materialistic people right now. We're just not looking in, unto God. We're looking to see what the experts tell us, what our leaders tell us. Uh, or here's the worst part. We're looking for Facebook, social media to tell us the truth. Unbelievable that we can believe the media, the news, as we call it, the fake news, more than anything out there. God has asked us to think for ourselves. 
ask him if what we're hearing is true. But we're choosing not to. We're choosing to believe the world. We're choosing to believe the experts. Oh, they couldn't possibly be wrong. They follow the science. They follow, you know, things for years and years. They know for sure how we should be acting and doing. No, people. No, this is Satan's world. Satan has deceived all of us to believe that what is right is wrong and what is wrong is right. So we're about to be smacked right on the face, but all the truth will come out and is going to pierce us through our heart if we are not prepared. Um, and so, you know, he says, what do you expect? This is the peace is going to be taken from the world because this is, we're in the devil's power and his dominion. The The world is his dominion, is where he flexes his muscles. Um, and we are to stay close to God so we can overcome that evil day. And we're about to be submerged completely. So um, what a great warning for our day. The last verses here, uh, is, uh, they say... Notice what's happening on today, on your day. Uh, he's telling us, Wherefore I, the Lord, knowing the calamity which should come upon the inhabitants of the earth, called upon my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., and spake unto him from heaven, and gave him commandments, and also gave commandments to others, that they should proclaim these things unto the world, and all this, that it might be fulfilled, which was written by the prophets. The weak things of the world shall come forth and break down the mighty and strong ones, that man should not counsel his fellow man, neither trust in the arm of the flesh, but that every man might speak in the name of God the Lord, even the Savior of the world, that faith also might increase in the earth, that mine everlasting covenant might be established that the fullness of my gospel might be proclaimed by the weak and the simple unto the ends of the world and before the kings and rulers. Behold, I am God and have spoken it. These commandments are of me and were given unto my servants in their weakness after the manner of their language, that they might come to understanding and inasmuch as they erred, it might be made known and inasmuch as they sought wisdom, they might be instructed and inasmuch as they sinned, they might be chastened, that they might repent. And inasmuch as they were humble, they might be made strong and blessed from on high, and receive knowledge from time to time. And after having received these, this record of the Nephites, yea, even my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., might have power to translate through the mercy of God by the power of God the Book of Mormon. And also those to whom these commandments were given might have power to lay the foundation of this church and to bring it out of obscurity and out of darkness, the only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth, with which I, the Lord, am well pleased, speaking unto the church collectively and not individually. So, he does have his church on the face of the earth again for it to bless the entire world. 
and I don't know about you guys, but most recently in the last uh, two months, uh, President uh, Russell M. Nelson, which I consider to be the prophet, and I know he is a prophet of this church in these latter days, um, called upon the entire world to do a world fast for us to pray the, about um, this COVID thing that we may be able to um, surpass this well and overcome and strengthen ourselves and prepare ourselves what's to come. And so he was not just proclaiming the members of the church to do this fast with him, but the entire world. And I'm here to tell you that he is truly a prophet for the whole world. And it just is up to you and I to find out from God if he is truly a prophet of him. And I know that God will answer his prayer as much as he answered mine. And so know that God loves you. He has, like this last topic said, the Lord restored his gospel to help me face the challenges in these latter days. Truly he did. The whole purpose of bringing the everlasting gospel out of obscurity and restoring it through his prophet Joseph Smith was to start preparing the earth to receive the gospel again and the ordinances for us to know who Jesus Christ is and who God our Father is and for us to be able to accept them because it has been written that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is the Christ. Nobody is going to say, I didn't have a chance to know about him. Nobody will. And so you will have to give him an account for what you did with the knowledge he sent out for you to learn by his weak and simple um, people that came your way and brought you his message. So I hope we all take advantage of what he has prepared for these last days because truly you and I will need it to strengthen ourselves and our little family so that we can make it through. Um, that we will find peace in the midst of turmoil. That is his promise to us, and he will fulfill all the promises he has given to us. And so I know that without any uh, doubt in my heart. And so, guys, I'm excited to do this with you once again. So for now, Rosa Garcia signing off um, from Why Jesus on the new section called doctrine and covenants we'll talk to you next time